Welcome to the Happiness Podcast with Chris Erthel. We're diving deep into the mysteries of life and what it means to be happy and fulfilled. You'll learn about happiness habits as well as how to live life to the fullest. Well, welcome to the podcast, Sir Patrick Witt. Um, Patrick is, uh, well, I know him since uh, 12 years. Uh, he achieved some amazing things. Among others, being in the Forbes 30, 30, 30, 30, 30 uh, creating various companies, uh, has an amazing master learned. And today we're going to talk a lot about what what you recently learned about what happiness, what, what wisdom you accumulated over the last years here. Well, thank you very much for having me, Chris, and let's rock it. All right. So, what what else do you want to share share about your yourself? Because I was like a very brief intro, also. So, what what things do you want the audience to, to know about you? Well, what I can clearly share with the audience is that even though now everything seems amazing and everything seems like you know things flow, but it of course wasn't always that way, right? So when I moved to Barcelona six years ago, I basically only knew Chris and my ex-girlfriend here. And yeah, I came here with, you know, not too much money in my bank account. And it actually went even more down and down the longer I stayed here. And yeah, that was not the easiest moment in my life. And then I, I had a very interesting lunch with Chris and he said, man, come over to Meller. And let's work together and let's rock Facebook ads there. And from that moment on, things have gone all the way up. And yeah, I'm very thankful for that. And let's see how deep we're going to dive into that today. All right. Well, exactly. So it's, it's your podcast. I always, always want to make it the, about the guest podcast, right? But it's like a, I adapt the questions about the, about the topics that the guest wants to express. They always have very strange weaknesses. So like, do you want to go a lot into... Um, for me, the topics I want to talk with you a lot of is spirit, spiritual, spirit, spirit, spirituality. But of course, I'm always very happy to jump into, into Facebook ads, current marketing trends, uh, whatever you want to flow there. Yeah? I think in an happiness podcast, what so I've reflected a little bit uh, before coming here today uh, on well, how I would address happiness and what happiness actually means to me. And I thought that maybe. It's also the the contrast that's interesting to the audience. So not, I mean, I kind of, I will of course also talk uh, heavily about the positive aspects of breath work. I'll talk a lot about spirituality and how it affects also my business. But I think it's also important that from time to time, even the happiest people, you know, we're also human beings and we also get sick. We also get heartbroken, and it's important, I think, because uh, nowadays with social media and everything. Uh, if you go to Patrick Wind on Instagram, you only see me public speaking, you see me publishing books, you see me being successful. But Chris knows me <laughs> on a very deep level and he also knows that, you know, not in Spanish you say not everything that is, uh, not everything that shines is gold. So yeah, uh, maybe it's also interesting and happiness podcast to see how this contrast from time to time is important. So like even in the Bible, it says without darkness, there is no light. And without night, there is no day. So it's important that you can really, to, in order to be happy, like even the down phases are important from my point of view. Mm-hmm. If you want, we can right away jump into the, the down phase. You know, what, what are the things that, uh, from your experience in the last years and months, are creating down, down phases? 
like in my case it's always me it's always my mind it's my perfectionism it's me not getting enough it's me have always wanting to have more and more and then the question is where does this come from right and we both are very into breath work and i have a very good teacher here and yeah it's most of the time things that come from your childhood so it's still the the little Patrick who seeks for approval from his dad and these kind of things. That's really the first step in order to really be, be a happy entrepreneur, to be a happy human being, is to face these issues. To really, you know, not just on a superficial level say like, nah, I'm fine, everything's fine, but really face them. And also reading this book, it's in Spanish, well, it's an English author, but I read it in Spanish, Dejar Ir. I think in, Sp in English, it's like letting go mm -hmm. from Dr. David Hawkins with the level of consciousness. And that's such a big learning. So when you feel an emotion, don't try to cover it, just acknowledge it and fully feel it. So when you ask me like, uh, what is it like, for example, from time to time, it's sadness, it's a lot of loneliness. And, you know, we both live here in Barcelona, another country where our families or our old friends are, of course. We feel happy when the summer is super sunny, you're on the beach and stuff. But then winter comes, family is away, Christmas is ahead, like all of these things. So yeah, um, it's not just about the positive side, but it's also about the negative side from time to time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's very true. And so you also mentioned like, no, when the inner child come, comes out, no, that's, that's what, what, what you, you were referring to a lot. And what what are your your best advices here of how can can you face it and be with it like going for example could it be for you like going for a walk and thinking about that and like okay look look I know I, I'm able to grow out of this and uh, leave this pattern or what what's what are your what are your, your things here? Well, I have one advice which is really not an easy one, but for me it helped me grow a lot is to to search the, the direct conversation with your own parents, if you have the possibility, like both my father and also my mother, they're really not into personal development and spirituality and therapy and these kind of things. So it's a big challenge for me to going to my mom and tell her, hey, how was it for you being my mom when you were only 17 years old when I was born? How was it for you? How did you feel? How was that for you? You know, like it's, she would, she's going to block this conversation. She, she doesn't want to have this conversation with me, but this helps me a lot to face how it was for a small Patrick when he was two years old, four years old, six years old, to really face this conversation uh, with your mom, with your dad. That helped me a lot to really get, you know, uh, the reality fact check, because otherwise it's just some assumptions because I, I right now I painted also And she was very young and stuff, but she actually was pretty happy with that. She was like, for her, it was like a freedom uh, pass. She always wanted to leave uh, the place of my grandparents. And that was like the best excuse ever for her. She, she actually was super happy so that she got pregnant and she got me. And that's amazing. But uh, if I wouldn't have not had this conversation with her, I would have still have this uh, feeling of, you know, as to a certain point, even guilt of her losing her childhood somehow, her losing her teenager years. But she was super happy. She was like, that's the best that could have happened for her. And what I'm hearing here, a lot of these questions that you ask, uh, it sounds to me a lot to something that we both do, no? Every rebirthing breath, uh, breath work. 
I really think that in this podcast episode, we should share about a little bit of this to to the audience. So maybe you as a guest, if you want, you can explain a bit first, and then I can I can add some things. But uh, yeah, what is rebirthing breathwork, and how 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 does it help you, Patrick? Well, the same like uh, e-commerce or Facebook ads. It was this beautiful gentleman on the other side of the podcast who introduced me to the world of breathwork, and yeah, it's already three years that on a weekly basis I, I visit a teacher for that and yeah it basically helps you to connect with your, with your deepest uh, desires your deepest uh, needs and I always love to to frame uh, the importance of uh, breath work with the following comparison imagine guys how long can you survive without food without eating something well I don't know maybe like two or three weeks until you really starve and you're dead right how long can you survive without drinking water I'm also not an expert on that, but I guess like a week and then you're completely dry and you're also going to die or something. But how long can you really survive without breathing? I guess the world record is like 20 minutes or something of up nowhere, but then you're simply dead, you know. But everyone can survive without drinking water, without eating for a couple of days, you know. But without breathing, not after an hour, after half an hour, everyone, every human being is dead. And yeah, that just uh, shows how important the most, um, yeah, the most micro level of our nutrition somehow is, and the nutrition that senses is breathing. And in breathwork, you say the way you breathe is the way you live. And many of us, we just don't pay attention. We just don't breathe in a conscious way. You know, <laughs> we get stressed, and then we don't even pay attention to it. We often breathe very shallow. So we only get like 10% or 15% of the oxygen into our lungs that we could get inside. But just for you, take a second now. Take a deep breath. <sighs> you feel better, right? And why don't we do this more often? So yeah, for me, breathing is so important. And once again, the way you breathe is the way you live. Yes. And um, and also in, in the re rebirthing breath work, so in the way that, that we do it and uh, yeah, how... My first time I learned it was like, okay, this is gonna be quite a long challenge for me because I, sometimes I want to get get things fast. I can be hyperactive, so it was challenging for me. But now it's very easy. It's like uh, lying down on the ground, and then normally it's like up to one and a half hours where you just breathe in and out in a circular breathing through through your nose without without stopping, without uh, holding your breath, just all the time, just continuously in out in a very sort so, of so, circular motion and um, first for 10 minutes uh, nothing happens and that's when it's really called breath work because you're doing something you're like okay this is actually art and like okay I'm bored and nothing happens and then all the changes start, start to happen no? and then and your, first your body gets flooded with oxygen which is super healthy for the cells and in the end you actually get a lot of um, oxygen in your brain and precisely if you do an MRI scan it's 650% more um, oxygen in your brain than it normally is, which leads to a way higher brain activity. And like for me, it helps me a lot with getting solutions to my private problems, my business problems. And every time also afterwards, uh, I, I feel way more in the present moment. And this lasts for days, so normally for a week, which is could be do it once a week. And uh, and also your, yeah, your breathing becomes like very unblocked for a week or for a longer period of time. That's what it helps us, and uh, and a lot of in, in rebirthing breath. Like our special thing is that they focus a lot on like how was your breath 
how was your breath, how was your birth? Because I say a lot of the dramas are created on the birth because it's such a dramatic experience. You know, you're leaving a safe place, you're going out, like you, the baby is a very scary thing. And if, if things go wrong on the birth, that creates a lot, a lot of drama. So uh, one thing that I heard, uh, I have to fact, fact check it, but if, if you, um, they used to pull, pull babies out, if they would come out with this device on the head, and even now, it can happen that they get blue uh, blue marks there every once in a while on exactly the the, the, the two places where on the head they they, they put this this mount, and um, body remembers everything and all the circumstances. If you felt wanted from your parents and or not, all of this affects a lot the dramas which we create or we don't create. No, and uh, and uh, yeah, I think we talk a lot about this, Patrick. I mean, we always agree with. Everyone has a drama. So if you have dramas, like don't fear something is wrong with you. Everyone has dramas. It's just about how you live with them. And also um, for us, when we want to be parents, we want to try to, our kids have less or less harmful dramas, but we are going to have dramas for sure. Like everyone has, like even if you go to kindergarten, someone takes the toy away. This could lead later to a, to a drama. You never, you know, there's a lot of uh, butterfly effects on these things. Um, but uh, yeah, just live and be aware that everyone has them and uh, and deal with it and you know work, work, work on yours and um, for me that breathwork is one of the tools together with maybe ayahuasca and meditation that uh, and also yoga I have to say now that helps me the most the most with it and just yeah talking about it is a very very helpful therapy absolutely and so many things could I could uh, add to that but first of all thanks a lot for sharing Chris it's really inspiring and yeah, as you said, like, I mean, just, just a simple moment of getting born is already a trauma in itself. But then also the first two years when you're alive, uh, in German, it's the Urvertrauen or the, the basic confidence in life. And um, today I had lunch, for example, with a couple that have a six month year old baby. And we're talking a lot about how important it is that the baby feels the unconditional love and of the parents and that they're always there and it's always life is good, life is positive and these kind of things. And yeah, uh, the rebirthing technique that we do in breathwork does not only take uh, in, in, into consideration like the moment where you actually get born, but also the first two years and also, you know, actually the first 10 years, you really relieve them again from a yeah, physical standpoint and then you release blockage and yeah, something I really wanted to bring to the to the table is my definition of happiness, which is something I reflected a lot about today before I came here. Like a lot of like, what I, what can I actually share with people? Is it that really makes me happy? Like mm -hmm. I had my I had my KPIs and everything, like my my big five for life. Like John Strilliger said, like the five things you want to achieve in life. Right now I'm like two out of five I've already achieved, and the third one is very close. And that is nice, but there is no sustaining happiness after that. Like one of them was, for example, being listed in Forbes 30 on the 30 list. It was amazing. It was a, it was an energy shot for a couple of days, but then it, 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 it almost brought me into burnout, like of so much workload and not knowing how to handle it. Uh, the second one was buying a house. Like uh, I come from, uh, you know, uh, lower middle class family and uh, nobody ever had properties there. And finally buying my own ground, my own like 500 square meters of ground on an island and buying a, a house with a pool there. It's amazing. 
I bought it. I posted it on social media. Everyone was like, wow, congrats, Patrick. But now, <laughs> now I was there and it's such a shitload of work there again. It's like we, we have 35 points of things that are broke and it's complete of uh, humidity and maybe we have to redo the entire walls and it's a huge pain in my in my in my mind right now like you know i invested so much money and yeah maybe it was not the best investment in these kind of things so happiness clearly not but clearly not achieving your kpis for me i mean maybe there are people who for for whom it is but for me this clearly not and then it also comes down to if you're more an introverted or an extroverted person. And I think I'm pretty on the edge. Like I can fully have feel happiness when we're at a party or even at a conference when things flow, when it's good energy. I do feel pure happiness. I do. But I also have pure sensation of happiness when I take a bath on my own, with some candles. And then I reflected a lot today. But what is it that really brings me the deepest happiness and the deepest happiness for me is when I'm and that's a little bit spiritual now uh, is when I when I'm connected with the flow but like really connected with the flow and this typically leads in my case so watch out to what I'm gonna say now guys is when I'm sort of channeling information when I'm sort of like downloading information that happens to me when I'm taking a shower for example when I'm running on my own through nature then all of a sudden an idea comes to my mind and that's sort of uh, what I'm supposed to do. Like for example, an idea for Chris was clearly to start a happiness podcast because he has a mission. He has a mission that he wants to bring happiness to millions of people. And I'm sure that's not something that is a business KPI that Chris thought, well, it's going to bring me a shitload of money. No, maybe it's also an information that he downloaded because he connected to the overall flow of energy. And then he was like, Sure, right? It was like a spark of an idea, like, let's do this. Or oh, it, it happened to me during a breathing session. Oh, I was like, okay, there we go. Okay. There we go. <laughs> it was like, it was very clear, download, okay, gotta start a happiness podcast. Okay, let's do it. There we go. There you have it. And that's, for me, the definition of happiness, like connecting a lot to this source of information, to the pure energy, to, to, the, to the flow. And that brings me really deep uh, happiness. No. Yeah, because the last guest we had was uh, Flo Flumuk, who knows, both know, is very on the ex extrovert um, uh, side. So we covered a lot on on what what to do as an extrovert to be happy. And um, I always learn a lot from you because you're more introvert than me, um, a bit, right? So um, what what are the things that uh, because what I know from you, but maybe you can add more things like for you being at home and uh, uh, listening to uh, ayahuasca songs about Pachamama songs. And this gets you extremely happy. Like whatever other things that like what what were one what is what 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 does what does it for you? You know? Yeah, there is one thing that I apply for the for many years already. But uh, sometimes I do it better, sometimes not so good. But recently I'm very good on that again. Is uh, saying no to different things, and I have this one one sentence which is saying no to someone else is saying yes to myself. For example, if I get invited to whatever podcast, it's not the happiness podcast of Chris, and I would say, no, my agenda is already full. That means yes to taking a bath on my own or means yes to being able to go for a run. And this moment of, you know, uh, defining my own limits, my own boundaries, 
and you know saying hell yes to myself by saying no to someone else that gives me a lot of happiness like honestly like i really feel pure joy by you know this excitement of no i'm not gonna do this uh and then being able to have time for myself that makes me really happy mm -hmm. and uh you know if we go to the airport in barcelona There's, we put these big, big billboards always that everyone in bus at Mercedes can, can see when they drive up and out. And if, if I would buy one for you and you can write whatever you want, but like you want to spread happiness or something, like some wisdom, what, wisdom or happiness, both, uh, what would you put on it? And it will be there for until August. Until where is going to hang, hang where? Well, what do you want to put on it? Yeah, there are many things. Like, uh, of course, I would love to share and implement unconditional love which is also something Chris knows that I have tattooed even on my ankle and also on my shoulder. Unconditional love for me means uh, giving without expecting anything in return. And just imagine that every human being would just give without any egoistic or selfish thought. You would just, you know, everyone would just, it's like on Burning Man, I guess, right? Uh, people just bring something, gifts, presents, time, value they just like to share and they don't want even money in return they don't even they don't want to part the business they don't want to trade they just want to give you and imagine everyone would do that so yeah i would say that's my message unconditional love yes i, I really 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 like it <laughs> i was other things you want to talk about to, to end, end with this podcast well there is another important phrase that i think albert einstein said once It's uh, become a man of value, not a man of success. And I think this is something that many people nowadays forget too much. They see everyone on Instagram. They want their Ferraris and they want their villas in on islands. And I can tell you it's a pain in the ass because there's a lot of humidity on these <laughs> islands. <laughs> and right now with uh, all the, still the COVID topics and stuff, there's not so much uh, need uh, for tourism there than it was before. So... Yeah, there's always, as I said in the very beginning, uh, not everything that shines is gold, right? So not everything that looks amazing in reality is exactly that way. So always uh, trust your own judgment and yeah, try to become a man of value or a woman of value, uh, obviously, another woman or a man of success. So don't try to, uh, you know, hunt the big carrot that you want to find. Just try to add value every single day in every single action and try to add value to your boyfriend or girlfriend try to add value to your parents try to add value to your kids to your friends to the person that works out next to you in the gym like hand them over the the weight or something just be nice just be a kind person and yeah imagine that everyone would do that our world would definitely be a better place Yes, and I'm very optimistic where we are going, going in that, that direction. I, I see it happening more and more. So, yeah, to an amazing few future of, of this beautiful humanity. I Thank you for being a guest. Thank you, Chris. Have a good <laughs> one. Love you, bro. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Happiness Podcast with Chris Erthel. We hope you have learned a lot, and now you can apply the tactics we have discussed to your life. I'm